Fazan bhai, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, sir. How are you? Good, 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 man. I won't lie, man. I uh, still haven't gotten over that debacle against India, sir. Oh, I think <laughs> I think we'll have to be um, moving on from that game if we want to stay in the tournament. <laughs> that's something that's going to stay there. But I think uh, as a as a team and as a fan base, I think Pakistan has to move forward. and we have to invent uh, ways to play differently hopefully in the coming games chalo uh, welcome yet again to another episode of sarta free pakistan cricket people as you can uh, see the fervor of uh, pakistan cricket has decreased dramatically uh, a lot of the boys are disheartened and uh, they've given up on pakistan's chances in this world cup uh fazambai you're still uh, ardently supporting the boys uh Just take us back to the India match, sir. With the bowling attack, sir, not coming to fruition. The batting collapse, sir. Especially after Babur and Fakhar uh, gave us that uh, solid 120 or some run uh, partnership. What happened, sir? What went wrong against India? I think from start to finish, uh, like we've been listening to a lot of uh, cricket experts and everybody has been commenting about India. Uh, how pakistan went into that game after winning the toss they elected to field first that was the start of uh, a series of mistakes that pakistan made on the day but i think um just all together i mean they they seem to be a bit confused um, the way they went with three seamers in that game with just one fast bowler who was good at bowling with the new ball and it just like it doesn't make sense to anybody who has a little cricketing knowledge because pakistan have been so confused about just about the team selection like they're the one of the few teams who've been making too many changes in literally every game they've been changing their combinations like all together like in the bowling you'll see like they started off with three different pairs of fast uh, bowlers uh, in the first over so uh, that just goes to show you like a, a team that has been in England for nearly 2 months they've been reading the conditions they've been playing in those conditions and they have a very experienced um, person like Insmamul Haq with them Azhar Mahmood the boys who've been playing on those grounds for such a long time it's just a shame that they can't just put 11 good players together they can't put together a strategy that would win them games and it seems to be a lot of confusion all around that dressing room and it's just been going on for uh, way too long in a competition like world cup you can't be um, you know just trying things and like three or four games in the tournament so hopefully they they would come up with a better plan to, against south africa or i think uh, as we all know like that'll be the end of uh, their um their um participation in this world cup like as like i don't see them going any further if they keep doing similar stuff to what they did uh, against uh, other sides in the competition early on so how how do you how do you um read the mindset of sir fraz like what do you think what would be going through his mind right now after what has been happening over the last few weeks in in the world cup particularly like what what would be his approach in the coming games and how would he bounce back in the next game against south africa 
So honestly, sir, like uh, to read into Sir Fazal's mindset, sir, one has to go back to his dismissal against Pandya, sir, in which, sir, he, I mean, I mean, sir, like he lobs the ball to a fielder that you know is there. Sir, I mean, I, I, I honestly don't think that the boys take him seriously. I, uh, you know, like he's a good guy. Like, yeah. you know, like there was that incident with him at the mall with his child, yeah. that fan, you know, like egregiously. Yeah, you know, it, it was sad to see, but at the same time, you know, like one has to understand the sentiment of a fan, a fan who's devoted yeah. his life, you know, like, you know, we tune in to watch these guys perform. And, you know, if, yeah. if Sir Fraz was a youngster, if he was like a young blood, if he was like someone who's just up and coming, and if he had just been given the captaincy, one could be like, you know, like, Chalo, we can give these guys more time. But this is the same team that won the ICC Champions Trophy. So, like, you know, like, the over. Now, like, Safaz's mindset, you know, there's video, videos of him uh, reaching the Lord Stadium an hour before everyone else. And he's doing laps around uh, the field alone. I mean, like, who does that? I mean, this guy is That's a bit too late for that as well. Like, I think, uh, I mean, uh, these things uh, are something like his fitness has been uh, a talking point uh, over the last uh, week or two. But um, I mean, if he was if he was so uh, cautious about his uh, fitness, uh, that would that should have been done at least like two years ago. He should have started that doing doing that two years ago. Even if it mattered to him, like if he was that uh, interested in uh, being fit, I mean, the way he's doing it now, is that just for the media, or do you think that's something he does in his routine, like as uh, and it goes back to since he's joined cricket or is this just something that he started now to just get a bit of the pressure off his back from the fans and everybody talking about uh, how uh, unfit he looked and how he should look like Indian players like do you think he just started this routine after all that uh, media or is it something that he's been always doing no like you know I'll, I'll be very sincere and very honest you know I don't think this was like a media ploy or uh, something just like uh, let the fans know that he's actually, you know, like this is yeah, him exactly. just like this is this is him trying to clear his head. Like you know, like he really feels alone in the in the locker room. He doesn't have the support of the guys. You know, there's already talks of like different factions, different guys supporting different uh, uh, players, and you know, like it's sad to see. You know, okay, you know, the guys are captain, yeah, and you know, like and yeah, it's obviously it's very difficult for someone like Sir Faraz as well. I mean. Do you know how they say, like, the, the, when you have people like Inzmam and people like Azar Mahmood probably, and there's so, so many other PCB officials around the team uh, while they're gone for World Cup. Uh, I mean, Sarfraz is not Wasim Akram. Sarfraz is not uh, Inzmam al Haq when he was in his days, or he's not Miss Paul Haq, he's not Imran Khan. So, Obviously, True. he would not have as much say in the matters regarding the team selection. I, I would personally think that he, he doesn't have as much control over the way things are done in PCB. So, but when it comes to obviously facing the consequences, he's the first one who gets criti- criticized. I mean, this team to me, it seems like a makeshift plan. Like it's not something and it's not a team that's been put together over the years and they've been... 
uh, told uh, that you guys are the ones that we are going to take to World Cup. Like the way we seen, we were talking in a couple of episodes ago about Bahab Riyaz being called in. Whereas Pakistan gave in 15 years, uh, sorry, 15 players' um, uh, names given to ICC for the World Cup, the official side that they announced, and then making changes to it. And then they've made like five changes up till now in what, three or four games. So that just goes to show like they, they're not really. Um, they don't have. They didn't have a plan. They don't have a plan. And I'm. I'm hoping that in the uh, heat that they've received in the last weeks, uh, again after losing against India, um, somebody like must have uh, sat down uh, with the boys and you know discussed all these matters. And they they should have. Uh, I, I hope they come back strong and at least win the game against South Africa because it would be really embarrassing for a team like Pakistan, who are thought to be like one of the top few teams even though their ranking is quite low but I mean you would always expect Pakistan to turn up uh, in on a big occasion like World Cup or Champions Trophy so how do you see um, other teams progressing in the competition uh, um, have you been following uh, any of the matches like the way today we had two really close games uh, and uh, really interesting ends to both games I mean uh, for me and you, obviously, we were supporting the weaker sides and we were hoping that they get a few points, but obviously it went through. But, I mean, I was talking uh, to someone earlier. Um, do you see the difference in the mindset of the players, um, of the teams who are on top of the table and the teams who are not managing, who are getting so close to winning the games, but they just get dominated by the other side because of that mindset? Like, how do you read that? Like, I mean, is there is there a way different way of thinking in the teams like India, New Zealand, Australia, England um, and the teams like Pakistan, West Indies who just um, can't finish the game up. Like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you something. That's a great point that you raised. The thing is like, you know, the India-Awanistan match, you know, you know, with the, with the big teams, the top four teams right now, it's all about experience. It's all about the fact and if you look at the records in the last four years, that these these four teams have played the most international cricket, and that it makes a difference. You grow like you know like practice yeah. makes perfect, and the fact that they've played like I mean it's bamboozling. They've almost played double the matches that the, 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 the other teams have played. So obviously you know that 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 plays a massive part into the mindset into into their maturation process and into how into like how they approach the games and they know yeah. how to win. And then you know, then they play in all these tournaments and big tournaments like the IPL, where the pressures are high. And you know, they they go through experiences where they're win- where they're yeah. winning matches. And you know, like so so uh, let's let's and I'll tell you what happened. The only with a- with India, the experience came through and they won. Kudos to Afghanistan. You know, they played like champions. Yeah. They fought till the end. And then, you know, like Afghanistan's an up and coming team. So for them to perform this well against a team of India's caliber was refreshing to see I mean you could see that they were in it they were fighting till the last ball and so a lot of props to Afghanistan you know yeah Um, of course but I think uh, um, Afghanistan uh, like they've uh, they've turned few heads around and I I think they've done really well and um, over the years like in the coming few years I think they will be a good side and uh, the way they are getting to play cricket in IPL as well, obviously that that's going to help them a lot to improve. Uh, um, but you rightly yeah. said, like obviously the teams who played more games against good sides, obviously have been in these situations more than the teams who get to play less cricket. So obviously 
they'll be more prepared it won't be a surprise for them to see themselves facing afghanistan and the pitch not playing according to their plan and the balls not coming on the bat as nicely so dhoni takes the plan the other way and he says like you know let's just stay on the wicket and score even if we can't score as smoothly as we would like to but we would like to keep our wickets and we'll score as much as we can and then we try to defend that i mean that's something i watched uh, i followed closely today that india did not give up even after putting up a not a very big score on the board they obviously obviously like everybody still thought india were favorite but afghanistan came back really well when they were batting like they were doing really well like this they put up some partnerships they put pressure on india but india did not lose their discipline and their commitment and they kept fighting until the last ball and i think that was the key because any other side like any team that like other side who was less disciplined would have thought like you know this game is getting out of our hands and we probably won't be able to win it and you know just be absolutely absolutely and, and that's that's something i learned uh, that which makes a lot of difference between winning and losing same happened in the other game new zealand could have easily bowled balls in like say yorkers or thank you Yes, but they still went for the wicket. They knew the batsman is eager to finish quickly because they only got one wicket left. So if we give him a chance to go for a go aerial, he will try to clear the fence and score six runs and finish the game off and that's exactly what he tried. So it's uh, there's a lot of mind games, but obviously you're going to get beaten when there's someone more experienced, someone more like ahead of you in the game. Exactly. So yeah obviously I mean I completely understand your point that you know these teams are playing a lot of cricket and they facing these situations they probably lost the first few times but they must have come up with a strategy to uh, tackle those situations in the next game so that's exactly what's happening now so how do you like for you has anything changed since the tournament started like or do you still think that it's been the way I've, i was expecting it to happen like the same teams are going up as i was thinking or anything any surprises for you at all in this tournament up till now like the big four like the famously say still seem to be the big four yeah yeah i mean you were absolutely right before the tournament started and you know like you know we as fans you know we 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 root for the underdog we root for the minnows and you know it would have been nice to see teams like west indies be consistent pakistan be consistent but i will tell you one surprise and you know like uh, props to the bangladeshi cricket board for setting up their players uh, introducing them to international cricket uh, letting the players go and perform in the ipl because the bengalis look like true champions they look like warriors and you know they have a core of players who have experience now they've been playing together now for like close to 10 years and they're performing and you know they're fighting and that's what you want from your team it's not about winning or losing you know at the end of the day you want your team to perform and i'll tell you what those bengalis they are they are they sense they smell blood and they're going for it and you know like they're the one team that i'm looking out for uh, uh to uh, to cause an upset and i'm and i'm hoping because uh, i don't know if you noticed but the england's been cocky from day 1 of the tournament Ian Morgan in his press conferences he's been going at the Mino teams he's been uh, making fun of the Mino teams and he's been uh, very condescending towards the opposing players and I'm glad that Sri Lanka gave him a dose of their own medicine with Malinga having a tremendous performance coming through big so you know like uh, England being rattled a little bit the Bengalis you know uh, 
uh, possibly being the upset team uh and you know like uh, i'll tell you one thing uh, it's nice to see new zealand uh yeah. being there at the top i like it because you know they've been they've been playing consistent cricket throughout the years they got very unlucky in the last world cup final and uh to for them to be unbeaten at the top you know it just goes to show you uh how good of a core of a team they have and they come from a country that's smaller than the size of karachi so you know like it just you know like like you know like it's a good story and you know they're a class act you know when bradford you know they he, they needed six of seven balls and he went for the long shot but trent bowled beautiful catch at the boundary but you know the way the way the the the, the new zealand team they didn't just celebrate they they came up to bradford they you know patted him on his back they 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 commended him for playing a, a tremendous inning you know and you know that just shows the character of the new zealand players uh so so you know uh, i'm rooting for new zealand um south africa being where they are with a shock but you know they uh, losing stein not playing uh, uh markman the way they should have uh in amla's form you know th- those have all been concerns and of course you know the most disappointing thing of the world cup for me personally has been pakistan yaar i mean i had such high hopes but you know um the the lack of consistency the besharmi with the batting and you know there was something that me and hasan bhai discussed ke for this team going forward for them to make positive changes pakistan cricket needs to do a complete overhaul every single one of these players barring amir needs to be taken out hasan bhai thinks that babar azam should be kept but you know none of these other players have the heart the determination the want the willingness to win day in day out and you know when you're a cricketer you know like you should be fighting yeah who i mean there are billions of people who want to play cricket and you are the chosen few who get to represent your country at country at the highest stage play with some goddamn pride play with some passion even if you're a ghatia fatiche player like hasan ali yaar show some pride yaar like jaan maro lekin bas yaar like obviously the players were chosen by pcb to represent pakistan and uh, I mean as we were talking the other day like it's just it's, it's just not the cricket in Pakistan that needs overhaul it's just like the all the institutions that are in the country they need like obviously a revamp and they have to start fresh I mean if you look at the way these players were chosen obviously they were they were all picked off like play, likes of Hasan Ali Shadab Khan they came through from uh, PSL and we don't know like if there is a, a very professional uh, way of teams for PSL and the PSL is a T20 tournament i mean anybody can have a good run in on the on the grounds they've been playing for a while and obviously not everybody gets to play in PSL you can probably these those are private franchises and you can probably know somebody who knows somebody in a team and they could probably push you ahead of a couple of boys who are there to join the team so it's it's not really all about getting the best talent from everywhere around Pakistan it's just a very limited choice of players players who are looked at and chosen from so and i think as we are expecting that in next couple of years Pakistan gets to develop its its domestic cricket and cricket is not about uh who shall we keep who shall we not keep it's so easy to choose a international team when you have a good domestic structure because whoever scoring runs whoever scoring runs in a 3 day games whoever scoring run in a 5 days game is going to 
be better than someone who's scoring runs in a T20 for a thank you so obviously i mean these players they got chosen by accident for me personally i don't really take it serious i don't i still feel lucky that we have players who are actually scoring 250 300 runs um whereas on their resume it just says they are they were playing in PSL and they probably played in some domestic cricket some for some department and uh, they played against the some like not very high standard of bowling or some very Same high standard of cricket so i think when our like wasim akram said straight after the india game he said if you have a journalist running your cricket board what do you expect thank you if you thank if you, you. <laughs> i mean would you keep a journalist as the head of your hospital or as the head of your like you know i mean it's a technical it's a technical job i mean same goes to cricket people have science involved in cricket this technology involved in cricket and you have like someone who writes articles i mean what has he got to do with even the basics of cricket he wouldn't even know the basic rules of how the game is played so i mean there's a lot to change and obviously for now being a pakistani supporter i would say i would still support them and i like obviously they're my favorite team in the tournament and i would wish them to do well in the coming games um but as you said new zealand great great characters and great cricket i mean discipline there commitment and you see the passion in the players and you want to watch them and you want them to win they're not cocky like obviously england had a really good run over the last couple of years and they've come back in cricket really well like they never had this joy of actually celebrating every few months winning this cup winning that trophy winning this series so they're on a high so they want to finish the high obviously by winning this world cup and probably bringing ashes home but i mean you can understand and it's in their home town, homeland as well so they want to create a bit of excitement to get the audience and get people involved more um but they they like they've been exposed i mean you can see them you can see the, the like there are things that england need to improve as well and uh, those things can obviously cost them some games and some important games that in the coming weeks and um they would be worried about those uh, mistakes and obviously the things they couldn't get right in the game uh last game they played so and they lost against pakistan so they would be still sitting there scratching their heads thinking how did that happen i mean the pakistan has been a team that's been on the media for all the bad things they've done and all exactly. this <laughs> they managed yeah. to get us such a decent win against us um yeah so Uh, let's see i mean i'm not i'm keeping my uh, predictions about pakistan until they play against south africa um inshallah uh, before before we get to the south african game i want your predictions for the rest of the games till next sunday so so tomorrow real quickly pakistan plays south africa not as a pakistani fan but as a cricketing fan who do you think is going to win tomorrow pakistan or south africa uh it's 50-50 because both teams are fa- having a lot of problems in this tournament south africa came into this tournament thinking that amla is going to be scoring we got good bowling <laughs> attack we're going to be scoring runs taking wickets and you know it, it seemed like they would they wouldn't be falling that far back uh, in on the table and you you would you would have thought okay not top 4 but they say 5 6 somewhere up there like not going all the way like getting hammered by every other team but 
same goes to Pakistan. Like you would have expected them to at least win a couple of games in the first three, four games, but it didn't happen the way they thought it would happen. But uh, tomorrow, um, as I said to you, like I wanted to know what's uh, what's the thought process uh, uh, going through Safraz's mind because how will Pakistan come back uh, into the game after such a like bad week they had, especially in the press? I hope they're not following the press. Well, they are actually because you watch them. <laughs> You watch them posting videos on their <laughs> Twitter. I mean, something Imran Khan always used to say that, you know, when I used to lose, I never used to go follow the post because I knew what happened and I didn't want some journalists to tell me what happened on the ground. So I would stay away from the press, but obviously these boys don't want to follow those rules. So um, tomorrow, obviously, if they win, it will be a big boost for Pakistan because they're still expecting some other teams to lose and, you know, <laughs> make a way for them to go forward. Uh, um, but Pakistan is so unpredictable. But obviously, South Africa, I mean, they would want to win as, as much as Pakistan wants to win this game. They've had such a bad tournament. I mean, it's just yeah. like something they so didn't if expect. If you had to pick one, if you had to pick one, uh, I, I, I think Pakistan because okay. um, South Africa is just having such a bad run. I mean, Pakistan would think that, you know, if we can beat England, uh, if we can give such good games to other sides and still lose, but obviously they would think that, you know, we, we can do this. And uh, the way Pakistani team is, obviously, they you know, when it's their last chance, they um, somehow they wake up and, they, you know, they act together and try to uh, like uh, upset some uh, teams. But tomorrow, yeah, hopefully, I'm I'm hoping and I'm uh, in my like cricketing knowledge and my expectation. I think Pakistan. If I was to put money on, I would. Uh, it would be a risky bet, but I would still go with Pakistan. Inshallah. <laughs> <laughs> on on Monday, it's Afghanistan versus Bangladesh. Afghanistan having a lot of fight in them. Bangladesh right there at the cusp on fifth spot. Who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, I, I I think Bangladesh would win that game just for the fact because they are scoring a lot of runs and they are just fearless and as you said before there's a lot of passion and that passion is accompanied with good performances and there are players who are performing consistently uh, against good bowling attacks and there are bowlers who are getting them wickets and, and they, they are a good side. I mean, I like the way Bangladesh played this tournament up till now. I mean, they, they, they looked like they wanted to win and they actually performed really well in pressure situations as well to uh, make thing ha- things happen for them. They probably um, won't be as successful as few of the teams are on top of the table, but still doing really well for themselves. And I think they, they would want to get... Uh, full points from the um, game against uh, uh, Afghanistan and they can obviously give their 100% for that game. And Afghanistan, uh, today, I thought Afghanistan did really well and early on when they were chasing those runs and they got good partnerships and I, I was expecting them to finish that game off. Uh, they shouldn't have gone that long. I mean, if you were to play full 50 overs and you're still unable to chase uh, a target like that, <laughs> I mean, it, show, it goes to show that, you know, you, you, you lack a bit of uh, planning and you, you like if you are able to face 300 balls that means it's not a problem for you to contain wickets. But just if they kept rotating the strike and 
uh, run rate of say around five or four. Um, uh, run rate required run rate was not even five when they started their innings, and they didn't lose all the wickets to the end. And if they still couldn't get like two or three singles every over, uh, it just goes to show where they have to still work on. But uh, Bangladesh is a more complete side to me. Um, they they really like like some team that I've, I've really liked to watch this in this uh, particular tournament, and they're sitting at number six. Um, and with a couple of rainy days, well, England is meant to be really hot in the next week, so it's not going to rain in the next week. But I mean, they still have—I would say—they still have more chances for a team that's sitting at number nine. So, <laughs> <laughs> still hoping for a lot of rain, you know. So, <laughs> uh, well said, well said. On Tuesday, you have England playing Australia, both the Bengalis and the Pakistanis. Looking forward to Australia whooping England. Who do you got winning that one with England being wounded? See, England is one side that can be so passionate and that can be like on such a high that they can literally like create devastation on the field. Like they've they've put on like they put things on fire. Like when they start playing their way, like you know they got players who can score so many runs and they got a really good bowling attack as well. But once that team's come under comes under pressure, it, it becomes a complete different story. I mean that like this is my personal um, observation. I mean I can be completely wrong, but I think. Once England goes through a test and they, they they don't come out like successful, it builds a lot of pressure on that side and becomes hard for them to uh, replicate their good performances. So Australia, uh, I think they would fancy themselves to get those points because England, um, yes, they they they've been really successful. They've been winning games, but if you look at it, they have a lot of pressure. Now that you know it's been like 20 more than 20 days into the tournament, I think um, obviously they're not as fresh as they were before, and the things are not going exactly the way they were expecting them to go. But Australia, I think at this point of the tournament, I think they they probably I fancy their chances in that game, and I think they probably give a very hard game to England. And Inshallah. <laughs> On Wednesday, you've got our Packy boys going up against New Zealand, sir. Now, New Zealand, the darling of the tournament, the undefeated team. Who's going to win that one, sir? That's a tricky one. But, you know, New Zealand is one team that uh, Pakistan always treated as a you winner. Know, I mean, I'm talking about back in the days, not like not recently, obviously. We haven't won a game in probably like last a year or two. But... <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if you th- if you think like traditionally, Pakistan never considered New Zealand as as an opponent that they, that would uh, cause many problems to them. Like obviously, occasionally we lost games against them, but um, we always fancied our chances against New Zealand on a day. Mm. And so, again, I would expect Pakistan to win, but obviously the statistics and all the recent results, obviously they stand against me tall, and they're telling me you're wrong, but. <laughs> Me, like any other Pakistani fan, believes in miracles. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's give them two points to Pakistan as well. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Know, you could tell I'm not being honest, but obviously I wouldn't want to say it. So uh, <laughs> I completely understand, sir. Yeah, I'm thirsty of you know saying it before it happens. So <laughs> <laughs> on, on Thursday, India plays the West Indies, sir. What's gonna happen? I know as soon as the game will finish you'll come back and uh, you'll you'll remind me of my predictions so <laughs> I, I I am making note of them I won't lie I can it can be only fair if I get to have a turn and ask you the predictions for all these games as well No I I'll tell you my predictions as well but like let's go through go, go through yours real quick India versus India versus the West Indies on Thursday India versus West Indies on Thursday um Honestly what happened what happened today in the both games was a contrast like if you look at the way West Indies fought for that win I mean okay they didn't come out as victorious at the end but the way they played this, that game I mean that just goes to show that you know they're very committed and they want to give their 100% to get results for themselves and India obviously um, I mean they're such a like successful cricket team at the moment i mean any any team against them looks uh, like as a second um second and they always look the first team to win so um west indies against india um see like today you must realize that india can be troubled if you bowl if you bowl well I mean they can play 50 overs and score 220 runs I mean yes pitch has to play a part in it but obviously you have to bowl at the right places all through the 50 overs to contain a indian team from scoring even 250 so west indies the way they bowled against pakistan you must remember that game i mean the way they started off i mean it looked scary i remembered courtney walsh and ambrose oh. from Is, you know? <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, back the way they started off. I mean, it was scary, and Pakistan did not. And you know, like most Asian teams have a problem against the ball, like high balls, and they, they can they can obviously become difficult to play. And West Indies have a good bowling attack. If I think if they if they um, get uh, to bowl well on the day. Uh, I I wish them best of luck. <laughs> I don't know if they <laughs> I think they probably win but I mean West Indies is not an easy team to beat. Fair enough and on Friday you have the Minnows South Africa going up against a resurgent Sri Lanka who do you have winning that? Uh Sri Lanka I think that's an easy one for me. Um just just the way Sri Lanka played you know recently and the way South Africa played if you compare the two sides I mean South Africa is so different from Pakistan if you look at it. I mean South Africa has been so playing such good cricket recently and for over the years like since the last world cup let's say I mean they didn't have problems Pakistan had Pakistan have won a game in like what well, last 12 15 years <laughs> I mean, South Africa never even thought they would find themselves in this situation in this circumstance you know <laughs> I mean they just well, uh, they welcome just, to our world Yeah they just having an like this is a nightmare run for South Africa and any team looks like they can beat them at this moment because they've been beaten so many times now in such situations i mean it just seems really difficult for them to overcome 
and uh, like they say winning is a habit and i think south africa dropped that habit completely like because <laughs> <laughs> so difficult but yeah i mean looking at the recent performances i would say sri lanka but obviously that creates a lot of problems for teams like pakistan if these teams were <laughs> were one point above them or two point one point below pakistan on the table i mean if these teams started winning games it would become even more harder for pakistan to get through so you would want all the favorites to win like all the top 14 to win most games but there are going to be upsets we seen a hint of it today in the both games that we seen that there is not much difference between the ability of teams to win the games it's just those little mistakes and those key decisions that these top 2 3 4 teams are taking that are going in their favor and helping them to uh, cross the winning line and um, the other teams are unable to uh, do those things so uh, look if pakistan win these four games they would go home with a bit more pride they would be <laughs> be more respect and they would have to face less negative media if they lose two or three games out of these games obviously i mean then obviously they they know what's going to happen like obviously it's going to be a very difficult time for them uh, ahead of this tournament to be staying on the in the cricketing uh, Uh, arena i mean it will be very difficult for these players to come back and claim their spot in any cricketing side in pakistan so the boys know the pressure they are facing right now uh, they have to perform look i i when i started talking to you on this podcast the first thing i always used to say to you is they have all the ingredients i mean fakhar zaman is someone who's full of ability to pour up like quick 50 60 runs up the order imam Yes, he hasn't played well in this tournament, but he's someone you would expect like yeah, give us quick 40 45 runs, you know, top of the order and them two together can easily like I mean, if they don't make those stupid I mean, the way Imam's been getting out in this tournament just shows you the lack of concentration, the lack of commitment, the lack of the thought process in your head that my wicket is important. I have to stay on the wicket for longer. I don't care about any like I'm not going to go after every loose ball that's coming to me. I'm going to try and you know work my innings all the way up but I mean he's just been really sluggish and just not been thinking too much before going for the ball. So I hope like this break that they had uh, since the last game they they must have obviously been um practicing and they must have had like uh, a lot of uh, thinking about the way they go out, go about their game so uh, like um <laughs> now if now that question um our friend that we had in our podcast the other day from cricket badger uh, his question is so relevant now the way he was asking us which pakistan team are you expecting to turn up in tomorrow's game <laughs> Sir, 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 so please tell us which team are you expecting to <laughs> I know I know which team to show up I mean that's such a that's 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 I think the most uh, um accurate way of putting it like which Pakistan team to expect I mean I'm hoping against all odds to expect a Pakistani team tomorrow that played against England that played India in the finals in the Champions Trophy Uh I mean look they have they have the talent 
yeah they probably lack on practice they lack on international cricket in their home ground they lack on having the same facilities as many teams would have in their home grounds but i mean they they could still perform on the day the boys who been who were playing they had like individual performances over the years like they've been playing some good innings some good bowling spells and if it's to address the satta sir you have to address the satta it's not possible sir for these players these batsmen to be getting out the way they've been getting out for these bowlers to continuously keep bowling short please sir please address the satta sir do you think there is there are many people <laughs> in the sir, world who would want to invest sir. on a team like uh, that a team uh, that can get bowled out for 100 or 110 runs they're already so unpredictable i mean they must be making money for people um, already so much that uh, nobody would have would want to approach them and just predict what they're going to do on the day like it, it, they're so consistent in laying down their fans i think uh it's so easy to predict uh, what pakistan is going to do on a particular day like like i'm saying to you now like in their next game they are going to come up as tigers they're going to bowl really well they're going to put their heart <laughs> on they're going to they're going to stay on the wicket they're not going to play loose shots because they know their their spot in the team is like you know it's it's not guaranteed anymore they can lose their career they can be kicked out forever like there's so many players in the past like we had akmal brothers you seen uh, that video oh, of uh, akmal oh, at the gym you seen the video of ahmed shahzad at the gym so <laughs> <laughs> there could be a long list joining that list you know there's a long list of players who could be joining that list and coming back with a six pack next year but going into this match I'll tell you what's going to happen Amir is not a Sattu he's going to keep performing the way he's been doing they should drop Hasan Ali because he's been terrible he's been exactly. atrocious I mean he can't play they should play that kid Hasnan or bring back Shaheen Shah Afridi now the rest of the boys have sold the team so one of two things is going to happen two batsmen are going to be like listen we're not going to throw this match and we're going to score now who those two batsmen are who who are going to take that pay cut from the bookies i don't know but i mean but they you, were... i personally think if i was a bookie i would not even approach these boys because i would not expect them to go by plan because they don't have the they don't have that temperament they don't have that intelligent brain to actually go by the plan that's been given to them you know <laughs> So when it comes to the satta sir these boys have a phd in satta <laughs> i mean these guys are masterful satta sir but tomorrow, so if they, like if it be fabuki offered uh, um shoaib malik uh, say like a lot of money to score a century he'll be able to do that sir sir first of all sir first of all no one in the right mind would offer shoaib malik anything <laughs> when it comes to that perfect in doing that so Right, I'll tell you to take. They said when the satta comes in sir it's for the dismissal sir for for signals for like getting the other guy run out sir which we've done masterfully. Like sir like sir like sir like tomorrow sir uh uh sir has lost the locker room so it's going to be individual performances that carry us like it was in the champions trophy where fakhir and amir uh, shined. To, uh, what I truly believe is going to happen is that they need to drop Malik Malik can't be in the team he's uh, he's erroneous he there's no 
like there's no point in him being in the team they should give that chap uh, uh, asif another go uh, uh, and he should come up big uh, or he should at least get us a solid 20 at the, at the end in the death over and then uh, bring in shaheen or uh, hasnan and uh, for hasan ali because hasan ali and shoaib malik are poison to the team and and we're going to win tomorrow i i have like before like before the england match i had complete faith in the boys and 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 before this match i'll tell you something it's not about their backs being against the corner it's more about